And from verse 32, can I have an NIV Bible? And as they came out, they found a man of Siren, Simon by name. Him they compelled to bear, to bear his cross. And when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. Verse number 35. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots. And it was, it was spoken that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. Verse number 36. And sitting down, they watched him there and set up over his head his accusation. This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. Verse number 38. Then there were two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and one on the left. And they that passed by reviled him, walking their heads, and said, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself, if thy be the Son of God. Come down from the cross. Verse number 41. Likewise also the chief priests mocking him with the scribes and the elders said, He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross and we will believe him. Verse 43. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now. If he will have him, for he said, I am the son of God. Verse number 34. 44, the thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. The death of Christ, verse number 45. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness all over all the land unto the ninth hour. And above the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there, when they heard that, that he said that, this man calleth for Elijah. And straight away one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. Verse number 49. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elijah will come and save him. Jesus, when he had cried, again with a loud voice, yielded the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain. Oh my God. This translation. Behold, the veil of the temple, I will say the other translation, was torn in two from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk about the matter of the cross, the real shedding of the blood that Jesus poured in our place. The Bible declares that they led him to a place called Golgotha and there they crucified him in the middle of two thieves, one on the right hand and one on the left. And as if that was not enough, after they had put him on the cross, they put an accusation on top of his head and they said, King of the Jews, 
Remember Jesus had never claimed that he is the king of the Jews. They put it upon him as an accusation. And the Bible declares, but on his way to Golgotha, they met a man called Simon of Cyrene. According to history, Simon of Cyrene was a man from Africa. And he helped Jesus to carry the cross. And when he carried the cross, I believe he must have been challenged in his heart. Thinking, am I supposed to be part of this entire journey? But that as well symbolizes the unexpected help you and I are going to find on the way to the cross. In the journey to our salvation, back unto Jesus. As he went unto Golgotha, and as he lay down on that cross, on the wooden cross, and as he went up on the cross with an inscription that he's the king of the Jews, an accusation, I know that he carried you and I in his body. Jesus carried our transgressions as he went upon the cross. He carried my weaknesses. He carried your weaknesses. He carried your cancer. He carried your sickness. He carried your leukemia. He carried every challenge that you can ever imagine under the sun. Whatsoever to some of the woman to Yesu Yachati Kamusaiwe. Nayambu kana chokumusaraba. Na gambe enough is enough. Today scripture must come to pass. You were created in the image of God you are fearfully and wonderfully made and today I am reversing that cycle whatever the enemy has programmed in your life Jesus went with you on the cross and he reprogrammed your agenda he went with the cross I mean he went on the cross and there he redesigned your destiny when Adam and Eve lost our God-given destiny in the Garden of Eden. There was need for a man who was without sin to come and rewrite our history as children of God walking in the earth realm. It doesn't matter what we have gone through. We are children of God, whether the devil likes it or not. And a man called Jesus, he walked this planet and he rewrote my destiny. Jesus rewrote your destiny. Whatsoever had been written in the agenda of man because of Adam, Jesus reversed everything. The Bible declares that on the sixth hour when Jesus died, oh my God, there was darkness because the blood of Jesus was waging war in the heavens. The Bible declares in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, you do not rest against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. When Jesus died, he went up in the heavenly places, he rewrote our heavenlies again. That is why today we can ascend freely into the presence of God. The destinies of whatsoever was buried because of Adam and Eve. Hallelujah. Can I hear somebody say amen? Whatever sin, whatever sin had written about us, Jesus reversed everything. Amen. 
remember it was in the month of November as I lay on my dying bed in the year 2018 and I was battling with the forces of hell and there was no medical explanation for my death and I was lying on my bed I told my mother please bring the lawyer I think it is time for me to make my last will and my mother being a prayerful woman she said Judith you're not going anywhere you're not going to die I said mama I can feel I am ascending it to heaven right now he said it is not your time and there I was on the bed one day in the middle of the night when I could not say a word behold Satan came into the bedroom he was looking like spider-man and he stood there and we could not talk word to word we were talking by telepathy and I know he was saying how special is she have sent everyone to finish her she is not going and I knew at that time Satan had come to call to take me he had come to kill me I call upon Jesus I call upon the blood of Jesus my brother my sister I reactivated her every scripture that I knew in my heart I did not remember my daughter at that time. It was a battle for survival. I said the blood of Jesus is sufficient. I said the blood of Jesus is sufficient. By his stripes I am healed. I said no we professioned against me shall prosper because the blood paid it all. And in a minute, I don't know what happened to the devil. The way he came, the way he disappeared. I remember that morning when I woke up, I was paralyzed from my waist to my foot. I could not feel anything. I could not walk. And I stood at the steps of my house and I told my sisters I think I am dying today. I'm not going to make it in the year 2019. Oh, hallelujah. And I looked at the world. I said, Lord, I don't believe I'm saying goodbye to the world for the final time. I looked at my dogs and I loved my dogs so much. I said, oh, my dogs don't know they are not going to see me anymore. I looked at my daughter and I said, oh God, she doesn't know I am living, but you shall take good care of her. And as they held me and they put me in the car, in my heart, I was babbling in tongues. I was ready to go, but God said, I pay the price for you. Even though you are ready to go, it is not your time. Jesus won that battle for me, the heavenly He won that battle for me. If it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, I wouldn't be here today, my brother, my sister. When I tell somebody that I am alive today, when I, when I used to celebrate my birthdays, I would just celebrate and I say, yes, you know, I am old and that is enough. But today, every year that goes by, I declare it. And this year, I am going to make 45 years. Hey, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I cannot wait to make 50 years because I know when I wanted to leave, the devil was taking me. When I wanted to breathe, the enemy was suffocating me until the blood stepped in and said, Jesus died for you. You are not going to die today. The Bible declares that at that very hour, there was an earthquake. There was an earthquake. The blood of Jesus 
Wagwadi gukulukutanga gumovamu. Abemi kwano gwagenda gwokera. The Bible talks about the blood of Jesus in the book of Hebrews. It is a blood that speaketh. It speaketh promises. It speaketh life. The blood of Jesus speaks a destiny. A sure foundation. A sure future for the children of God. The blood of Jesus. Gwake magombe. Abemi kwano. Omusai gwake magombe zenga mazoku ba plani ya funeral yange ngamazoku tegera ntingenda kufa omusai gwali gwakade magombe abemikwano bible yegamba at the very hour there was an earthquake and the dead the saints of god that had been locked up in the cells of hell come somebody they came alive and they are people they saw the saints walking in the city wandibanga torabanga kumuntu akomya kumugogwa begin with me abali nange they will tell you i am a living testimony today nalisimanye tibanange china soboka and our god baba ku blessings agaba chiralu abemi kwano here i am can i hear name yesu yayingire makombe hezekiah satu musanvu 11 paka 19 i will open your graves and cause you to come from your graves then you shall know that i am your god katonda yake magombe literally he had to scoop me up that is why the judith of yesterday i do not know the judith of yesterday but i know the judith that i, I am today the judith that i want to see in the future olyo wema beka ebinubule byonabye yayichamu ebigobye yayichamu obunafuba yayichamu abemi kwano nabitadde ku musaraba omusaine kubitwara nzemanyi jeva yesu amanyi jendaga and when i follow my lord there is no mistake whether the devil likes it or not my destiny because of the blood is no longer negotiable hey Hey, can I hear an amen? Can somebody say amen? amen. Say dear Lord. No matter what comes my way. Let the blood speak aggressively. Let the blood of Jesus fight aggressively against every witch that is militating against me. Against every data that is militating against me. Against every sorrow that is tormenting my soul abemi kwano kobola 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 when the blood descended into hell prison doors were opened when the prison doors were opened the saints came alive but trust me they did come alive alone they came out with their possessions they came out with the anointing They came out with a generation of blessings. They came out with their riches. Whatsoever the enemy had locked up with them, it came alive. Hey, that devil is a liar. Devil you're not taking me anywhere. Now that I know you devil you here. You stubborn devil here me right now. Wherever you are under the ground or not up there you're taking me nowhere. And I now know you I am advancing by fire. by fire by the blood we are divorcing hallelujah when the saints came out 
it did not stop on that day. To this day, when we call upon the blood, Jesus releases the blood into our prison cells and we begin to come alive. It doesn't matter how big your challenge is. I am who I am because the blood spoke into my destiny. I am a living testimony that the blood works. I have battled in life, but 2018 was my biggest battle. And today I am who I am. I even don't know who I'm going to be. Because I believe I am still in the manifestation. And I'm moving from level to level, level to level, level to level. Until I become who the Lord created me to be. It is the blood that spoke when I could not speak. It is the blood that defended me when I could not defend myself. It is the blood that became an atonement when I had nothing anymore to offer unto God. Raise your hands and close your eyes. Wherever you are, if you are online, if you are at work, if you are in your office, wherever you are, I want to pray this prayer for you. I have seen the Lord deliver people. I have seen the Lord perform miracles. The Lord has performed miracles in my life. But because of the miracle of 2018 November, when God began to restore me back to life, when I was on the verge of death, I want to speak into your life today. Father Lord, in the name of Jesus, the Father of all the spirits of men, I plead the grace of Jesus Christ, that unconditional, immeasurable, undeserved grace that rescued me, Father. Let that grace rescue that man, rescue that woman from depression, from anxiety, from worry, from drugs, from prostitution, from failure, unemployment, witchcraft, wizardry, every form of bondage, that is afflicting your people. Let the blood speak. Lord, I speak darkness upon all the forces of darkness that are militating against your people in the heavenlies. I render them powerless. Lord, I, I speak defeat upon all the forces of hell militating against your people with their battleground on planet earth. I bind them and I render them powerless. Lord, I speak deliverance unto every man, unto every woman. Lord, not forgetting the young men that are sleeping in mental hospitals in this country. Lord Jesus, I always cry unto you for them. And Lord, I pray, let every prison cell be opened by the blood of Jesus and all forces of evil meditating against the youth, meditating against the women coming from the marine kingdom, coming from the air, coming from the prince of the air, from every center of operation. We bind you in the name of Jesus. And may the blood of Jesus that speaks life the blood of the covenant, the blood that reconciled us with the Father, 
Reconcile every man and every woman who has listened and yet to listen to this sermon. Reconcile you with our Heavenly Father. Not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the living God. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Can I hear triumphant hallelujah in the house? Hallelujah. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. Please together with me, let us welcome Pastor Jumba. Hallelujah. Fire, fire, fire. 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 Jesus, higher, higher. Jesus, higher, higher. Jesus, higher, higher. Let's put our hands together one more time. Uh, I don't know about you, but I know that my reason for attending here is being made every minute that I spend in this place. And I pray that that is your portion. You, uh, our friends who are online, those of you who are in the physical space here, I pray that your being here is purposeful because mine is. I'm not going to speak for anyone tonight. I will speak for myself. And I want to take a moment here to ask you to rise as we put our hands together for Jesus and what he is continuing to do. In the name of Jesus Christ. My sister, continue to decrease and you will be shocked by what he can do when he increases. Continue to decrease and you will be amazed by what he can do as he increases in you. You're right. You don't know what you're about to become. You are right. You don't know what you're about to become. Now, I don't know what mode you're in, but I'm in that mode of non-stop. Pastor Robert, I don't know if you're ready, but uh, you're going to be ready in a minute. You're going to be ready in a minute. You're going to be ready in a minute. Uh, Lindsay Jangonyambeko. What we're going to do uh, is to take a minute here to uh, just review uh, what, what, what is uh, ahead of us. And uh, as I do that, I'm also going to encourage you to avail yourselves to receive uh, Pastor Robert in a minute. Uh, yes, you may, you, may, you may remain standing because as we welcome him quietly, quiet, the choir is set. Please have your microphones ready, warm up, uh, be ready as uh, we get ready to welcome uh, uh, Pastor Robert in the next uh, three or two minutes. So today is Tuesday. Uh, it is day two in our testimony week as we continue our defining moments, as we continue our 40 days of fasting. Now, every single day is unique because the touch is fresh, the touch is different. And I really plead with you to refuse to waste time, to refuse to be uh, distracted by anything, not even your own self. Sometimes we are our own distractions. And I pray that you refuse to even distract your own self. So tomorrow is Wednesday. Wednesday we'll be here from 7 to 9. And we'll also be uh, online 
at 6 a.m. to 7 uh, a.m. in the morning for renewed. On Thursday, we only have lunch hours, so don't come in the physical place. Just tune in at exactly 12 o'clock, and just one hour, we will be waiting for you. Then on Friday, Friday is probably the biggest day in this mm. entire conference. My sister keeps uh, saying conference. <laughs> I'm going to adapt that language. In this entire conference, Friday is probably one of your biggest days. As Pastor Robert emphasized on Sunday, you don't want to miss. We'll be here in the physical space. And I think on Friday, we are going beyond a nine. We are going up to ten. I just I've just done that right now. A program right now, Pastor Peace. And... Uh, <laughs> We are going to be okay with that. I, I, I pray that we are okay with that. Friday is our biggest, uh, uh, one of our biggest moments, and I beseech you by the mercies of God not to miss. Saturday, we are not here because uh, there's a lot of preparation that is happening. Then on Sunday, we are breaking our fast. And as we do that, Pastor Robert, we didn't do a collection. Uh, uh, before Pastor Robert comes, uh, let us do that, and I will bless somebody as you get ready to give. I'm going to do uh, just that uh, for you uh, so that uh, when uh, that moment comes, we don't have any uh, more uh, interruptions. I'll come at the very end to, uh, to, to send us home, but I want uh, when Pastor Robert comes, we don't uh, do any more uh, pauses in between. Uh, he, ha he will have exactly 25 minutes, and then we will, <laughs> and then we will go home. So uh, if you need an envelope, let, let uh, the usher know if you need, uh, what's it called, the, 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 the bit debit machine, the debit machine, let the usher know. And for me, I'm just going to raise, um, ask you to raise your offering as I bless that offering in Jesus' name. In that same accord, I want to take a moment and honor all the people that have cons now what mark the word consistent, that have consistently stood with the ministry financially. I'm talking about financially. You know, on this side of heaven, there are things uh, that require physical money. That need to be here up, especially if you're in Canada. Uh, uh, my sister, I've put an extra hit in the office uh, specifically because of you. I uh, don't want Pastor Rose to hear. One day, Pastor Rose, when I was in Canada, Pastor's office was called. I don't want that to be a, a part of the story that you tell. So there's going to be extra hit. But you know, I'm saying that to say that I really, truly want to honor the people that have decided to be consistent when it comes to standing with the ministry. Yes, I've said this jokingly, but I really mean it to be a serious statement that we appreciate the one-time donations of uh, a million or whatever amount, no matter how big it is. But what truly keeps a ministry running, my sister, is the consistent, consistent giving. That is what keeps a ministry healthy anywhere you find it. So saying all those words to say, if you are one of those people that have consistently stood with the ministry financially, may the good Lord bless you. For this ministry has impacted and will continue to impact so many lives. And that happens because people like you have made the decision, a conscious decision, I might add, to stand with the ministry financially. May God bless you. May he expand your horizons in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as I raise this hand, I release every blessing. As I bless those that have consistently stood with the ministry of Dominion Church International Toronto. Those that have consistently given of their time. Those that have consistently given of their talent. Those that have consistently given of their money. Those that have consistently given of the resources that you have given them. For you say in your word there is nothing that we have which we did not receive from you. And those that have understood the principle of giving consistently and cheerfully too. Lord I pray a special blessing unto them. I release heavenly masses. I release heavenly abundance that you will meet every need of theirs financially and every other way. I pray that you would continue to open doors and windows of opportunities. I pray that you would continue to open their horizons. That that which their eyes have never even seen, that which their minds have never even conceived is what they will receive in this land of the living in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. And as we give, we're expecting showers of blessings from heaven, miracle checks in our mail, promotions at our places of work. And who is in the media? Dead cancellations, economic empowerment, creative ideas for new ventures. <laughs> And a success in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. So be it in Jesus' name. Now, children of God, I want you to uh, join me as I take a moment here to, uh, to open my heart to receive that which uh, God has deposited on the heart of our dear Father in Christ, our friend, uh, many things to this ministry, a ministry that he has at heart. And I have the honor of, because uh, I, I keep the gate, as I said at the beginning, I keep the gate of who gets to stand up here. I am the gatekeeper of that, uh, <laughs> including uh, himself. Uh, if I don't say that he can come, he cannot come. And that is something actually that has taken me a lot of difficulty. To, to welcome him as a guest. For all these years, I try to, to, get, to get it, but I don't get it. I try to conceive it, I don't conceive it. But then I wake up every morning and it is the reality. Yeah, he's a guest here. He goes to Uganda and he enjoys his sunshine. And uh, he comes uh, here whenever uh, God allows I want you to join me as we take a moment to welcome our dear friend, our father in Christ, Pastor Robert. God bless you, sir, as you bless us. Uh, do we have another microphone or we can just uh, sanitize this one? There's a single chorus we used to sing many years ago. It says, Sing at a guarimusai, sing at a guarimusai, 
Ninga Teguarimo, Sai Avangi, Sandy Bulite, Dala Dala, O Singa Teguarimo, Sai Singa Teguarimo, Sai. Sometimes for God to use us, he has to break us first. 
he has to break up. As for some time, God to erase you, he, he has to knock you down. Some of us are so seated very high on those high horses. And our name is so. If God's one of these days going to knock us down, by the time we rise from the ground, we'll no longer be called souls, but we will be called the Apostle Paul. Amen. The Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. Somebody be seated. Ah, that was wonderful. I was so uh, blessed to hear that powerful message from the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 27. And I just want to pick a few things here and there. Probably I will not preach, but I will just share a few things here and there as the Spirit leads. But Friday, we'll get time to really preach. And if you're watching and you live in Toronto, I want to encourage you, please, if you miss tomorrow, you miss any other day.